hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. Hi, this is Adam. And this is Lisa. And uh, welcome to Designated Parent, where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers little, and welcome. Cheers and welcome. A little rosé tonight. It's good. Chilled. This is so hot. Uh, so hot outside. It's hot as balls out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was out all evening helping park cars as a fundraiser for Truly Cub Scouts. Best Cub Scout fundraiser ever. Yeah. Like, it, I, I'm kind of complaining because I was hot and I was sticky and I was sweaty, but I was out there for about two hours um, and I'm done. Mm-hmm. There's no follow up. There's no tracking people down to give them the crap that they had to order. Right. Out you don't have to gift. take your kids door to door to be like, here, sell things to strangers. This is totally normal. Yeah. Like, huh. so anyway, so let's just be thankful that it's it's been good. It was like the first, this is the fourth one we've done third one we've done collectively i think so and third one because i missed one i did i I did one i had a customer freak out and Mm -hmm. so i missed one uh and so this is our third and we've made i think between the three of us or those three visits we've done should be like 150 dollars no like closer to 250 okay so like for six hours of our time 250 bucks like that's actually good money right like can i do this as my regular job like i would do this but anyway so that was good, but I was outside today, so I'm enjoying the chilled rosé and slight dehydration that will make me tipsy a little faster. But... Right, right. Whereas, so am I the drug parent? Oh, I don't know. We should probably should have figured that out. How much have you drank? <laughs> I've had one drink. Okay. Well, I've had one drink, so we're both... We're both even. We're even, so... Maybe neither of us will be the drug parent tonight. Yeah, Maybe we'll just kind of... we'll kinda... all be very reasonable. Yes, because that's what this show is about, so... <laughs> So how was your week? I mean, I feel like I don't even know how my week was. Okay, so timestamp, this is Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday. We normally record on Sundays. Right. So we can like kind of view the week and I'm like, I don't even know where the week starts and stops. Yeah. So um, for the 4th of July, we traveled to Chicago. Yes. Where my friends and family are. I mean, we have friends here, too, we, and I, I have guess, family I have, here. But... I have friends many places, but yeah. Yes. Um, and we got to see some friends and some family, and it was really, really fun. Yep. It was very hot, though. Yes, it was quite warm. It's we went to hot. a minor league baseball game and discovered that if you're going to a Kane County Cougars game, get third base side seats. Because they're in the shade. They're in the shade. First base, great view, fantastic seats on paper. Right, the sun is, like, between your ear and your shoulder. Yeah, you know, you know that, like... <laughs> Just... You know that um, that level in Super Mario Brothers where like the sun swoops down and tries to kill you. Mm-hmm. I think we might have said this about last week yeah, too, we may but have. it's still true. It's still true. It's still happening. So yeah, I think I did. But anyway, I'll recycle the joke. It's fine. I stole it from somewhere else first. It's all good. But yeah, it's super hot out there. So mm-hmm. we we enjoyed that. But then they had fireworks because the Fourth of July. Right. Which okay. First of all, it was really nice because I was sitting in a seat in a chair in a chair. Uh, elevated so there's nobody in front of you. Right. And I had like space. I had like a little personal space bubble mm-hmm. that nobody was in. I didn't have kids on my lap. I didn't have like random people smooshing up against me. We had a VIP parking pass. So we were parked all of like 60 feet from the front gate. Which was nice. That was fantastic. Uh, I think the fireworks stopped. We had to make a bathroom break. And then yes. after the bathroom break, I think we were home within like 30 minutes. Yeah, it was the fastest I've ever gotten home from fireworks. So, And also, there was a bathroom. Also, there was a bathroom. Yes. So, yeah. So, if you have the opportunity. Yeah, like, it's not a bad way to like, see the get fireworks some, Get some 4th of July tickets for a minor league baseball game. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. Plus, you get a baseball game. So Highly recommend. Five stars. Highly recommend. Would do again. The next day was stupid hot, so we spent the whole day in a pool. Yeah, we went to the little community pool, but we went to the fancy one with like... I was going to say, uh, this is not a little community pool. Like well, a, yeah. A little is, community pool to me is like... A pool. A pool. Like, it's somebody's no, backyard it's like, pool. It's like a pool, and it has some water slides, and like... It has 
It Three was, water slides. It was like a cool pool. It has a waterfall. It's got a weight, like a zero depth wave kind of function going on. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have like a wave. Pool, no, but I mean, but... there's just like little splashy lapping. Just oh from yeah, the, like kid pool. Yeah, kid pool kind of stuff. And there's, uh, yeah, there's like a waterfall and there's high dives. Our eldest went off the high dive, mm-hmm. which is a definite like... First time. To first time off this high dive. That's definitely like a summer rite of passage, like... His cousins were cheering him on. It was, it was good. It was a big confidence busting moment or building moment for him. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was good to see. Well, I'm like normally when I go to the pool, I'm like, you guys swim and I'll be over here. But it was like too hot. Yeah, to exactly. be over there. I was like, oh man, I need to get in the water. Yeah, and I, I did too. And we were there with like I was the only dude there for most of the time. So as mm-hmm. soon as it was like two moms, like, the dad slash uncle jumps in the water. Like, it's on. And I had to be like, no, I can't wrestle you. If yeah, I got like water in my ears. Yeah, climbing on top of me. I will be, I will get an ear infection. It'll be miserable. And I'll, it's no good. So I can't get my head wet. And they're like, Uncle Adam's no fun. I'm like, that's true. It's whatever. Make your own fun. Like, make a friend. You're eight. Like, yeah, you figure, figure this out. So eventually we just got people kind of paired off. And I hung out with, like, the super little ones that can't dunk me anyway. So it was mm-hmm. great. But that was fun. And then we yeah, went to... Fun. Downtown Chicago, went to the Maggie Daly Park, mm-hmm. which is, like, insane. It is super cool. Like, yeah. it's, like, the best, like, think of, like, the best features of any park you've ever been to. Mm-hmm. But all in one park. But all in one park. And then, like, just expand everything by, like, 200%. So, like, there's these 40-foot climbing structures, like, that have, I swear, 25-foot drop slides coming out of them. That's pretty baller. And you can climb up inside this whole thing. It's all contained, so you can't. You're not like climbing on the outside. That's no. That's no good. They don't let you climb on the outside. And there's like city park rangers basically in the towers, kind of directing things, making sure making kids sure are being kids okay. Don't like and be like, out of each other. no parents past this point. And like, there's just like the top thirty feet of these things. There's just no grown ups. So it's just because Lord of the Flies up there. <laughs> grown ups can't fit. Right. So they don't have to like extract any grown ups out of them. So my kids loved it. We were running around. We were having a lot of fun. We went, we took your your nephews and mm-hmm. your brother and his wife to see the Bean, which they had never seen, although they live in Chicago. Okay, it's one of those things where yeah. like you if you could see it at any time, well, we'll do it later. You you know like you kind of see it at no time. You know like it's yeah, it's never I a priority. It. Like I've literally been up to the Sears Tower once. And who was with you? Uh, yeah, my cousins. From out of town. From Des Moines. Right. So, yeah, and I get that. Like, but that's weird to me because, you know, um, I'm in Dayton. Mm-hmm. There is nothing here. There's not that much. <laughs> like, if you're like. There's a little. What's the touristy thing There's that locals little. don't do in Dayton? Come to Dayton? I don't know. I mean, like. You know, there's a little bit. There's but... really, I mean, there's a couple of historical things, but like, I feel like. Mm-hmm. That's what you do with your kids when you're super bored and kind of angry with them and you get out of the house. You go see the Wright Brothers original house or something. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it's just Staten. There's really... It's fine. Yeah. And so, and most, also I will say most of our stuff is really easy to get to and free and has free parking. Mm-hmm. So like the barrier of entry is very it's low. low. I mean, yeah. Or cheap. And yeah. Has, but always have free parking. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Dayton, if you're paying for parking... You, unless, might, you might pay a meter. Unless it's a special event like a Dragons game, which mm-hmm. is where I was as a set today. Like, right. you're going to pay $5 for parking at a Dragons game. And you mm-hmm. can literally, like, there is no physical object between your car and the stadium. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, is, it uh, is right there. You can spin on right it. Right across the street. So, like, I was parking cars and I'm listening to the announcers and the play-by-play mm-hmm. from where I'm standing. It's And it's that's $5. Right. The joys of a small town. It's great. So I recommend coming to Dayton just because it's great. Or just to park for cheap. So then we did, you know, so we did the park and then we came home on Sunday and it was uneventful. Like, yeah. I love uneventful it a, drives. It was a good trip. It was a good trip. And then we were back into it today. Our kids, or this week. Mm-hmm. Our kids are at like a summer church camp thing. Right. It's a day camp. So they get dropped off at 745 and picked up at five and they are exhausted, but having the time of their lives. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they're oh my yeah. gosh I was tucking them in this evening and our youngest I'm like oh my gosh you smell yeah well I mean I gave him a shower last night but like tonight we had like a family thing with my mom's right cousin I don't I was parking cars, so somehow I'd managed to dodge seeing this long-lost relative I've never met before. Right. She really just wanted to see her kids. It was fine. Yeah, I know. We are it's child like as, delivery. As long, as long as the grandbabies show up. Right. That's that's really that's where we're going. That's all that matters. Well, no. So that was cool. And then, yeah, so that's yeah, pretty much where we are. that brings us to today. Today. So while my Chicago friends came into town, which was like two full weeks ago. Yes. We watched a movie with my kids. Mm-hmm. With the intention of possibly doing a podcast with the Chicago Friends, which would have been our first guest appearances. Yeah, but then things got off the rails and we didn't end up podcasting that night. Yes. Yeah, so, so we're like, we'll put a pin in it and we'll talk about it later. Except I forgot every fucking thing about this movie. <laughs> well, that is to your benefit because this movie is, is an affront to the memory of good literature. Okay. So um, there is a Metro writer. Who found that the trailer, not even the movie, but this the trailer. This is the review of the trailer. For this movie was, quote, so gut-wrenchingly bad that if the movie lived up to its two-minute preview, it is set to be the greatest abomination to grace the big screen since the Emoji movie, unquote. Yes. It lived up to that. <laughs> it is awful and the movie we are reviewing today is peter rabbit peter rabbit the, the um, movie yeah the movie so first off it's, it's worth pointing out that this is you know 2018 2018 the book was spring re- yeah spring, spring of 2018 february actually uh, february 9th mm, to this. i have okay yeah february 9th so uh spring winter Spring winter. But at any rate, um, that means that Beatrice Potter's immortal, mm-hmm. but not great. Yeah, we can talk about how children's we feel book. about that children's book. It's okay. Okay, so. Art direction. Are we, ta- are we talking about yeah, Peter, let's talk, let's Peter talk Rabbit about the, the book. book? The book, Peter first off. First. first off, it's like 12 pages long. It is quite short. Yes. Um. It has nice illustrations. The illustrations are beautiful. The I think that's what sells it. The story is meh. Yeah. And I will say I've always felt meh about the story. Like, even as a child, I read this book and I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. And Peter always kind of struck me as a douchebag. Yeah. And like, and then like oh. Flopsy Mopsy and Cottontail, totally undeveloped. Totally undeveloped women characters who like, <laughs> don't... Don't talk about anything but male characters. Um, yeah, so like Flopsy and Cottontail were just there. The mom was just there. Like it was the story about Peter um, barely escaping Mr. McGregor's clutches. Yes, which um, he unnecessarily was going into because... Because right. he likes to disobey. Yeah, and he ruins his coat. And he ruins his coat and he loses his pair of shoes. And his mom is like, yep. And just puts him to bed. <laughs> That's the end of the story. Like, and scene. And scene. Nobody learns anything. There's no plot. And so... Right. Like, it's not... It's fine. It's but just But, like, adequate. to me, it's not this, like, nostalgia-filled pinnacle of, like, warmth. It was not the best book 1902 had to offer. Like... What else came out in 1902? I don't know. I don't know. It, I, I I was a little before my time. <laughs> but, like... I mean, probably people weren't writing for children in 1902 that much. Probably not. And so it was probably notable to be like, oh, it's a book for children. <gasps> like... Gasp. You know, but... Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe. But, yeah. And... So, I mean, I know it's like a great, whatever, classic. And also, but like... But I, I found the book... To be mad. Also, I, whenever there's anthropomorphic animals who uh, steal humans' food, <laughs> so my uh, my grandma always would be like, "That's not how it works." <laughs> like, well, your grandma's like a farm girl. Truly, like, truly a farm girl. Like grew up like in shooting coyotes. Like, like yeah, she's she's legit. She's the real deal. She's right. awesome. 
Yeah, but she was like, absolutely not. Those rabbits will come and they'll eat all the tender shoots of your plants and then your plants won't grow and then your family will die. Like... They're not cute. They're you don't like make some, them coats. They're like some dire fucking consequences. <laughs> yes. Also, uh, there's like a whole universe of Harry... Or not Harry Potter. I mean, that is the other thing. Beatrix Potter. There's a lot of British people Which in makes this me think of Bellstrix or Strange. It's a whole thing. Um, but like, there's a whole franchise of those, uh, of those Peter little, Rabbit. Yeah, anthropomorphic animals. Yeah, she wrote several books. She based wrote in like Hell about World. a hedgehog. Yeah, and yeah. And several of those characters appear in this movie. Yes, but, but just kind of as Easter eggs, like not really. As... Yeah. So this movie has so much potential in that it has a really good cast. Okay, you want to talk about the cast? Cast. So the first human you see on screen is no. No less than Sam fucking Neal. Sam Neal of uh, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park fame. Or... Although, truly, that man has not aged well. Like, he is fully into like, the, crazy like, old man the crazy stage. old man in Jurassic uh, Park. Yeah. And not the, like, kind of hot scientist. <laughs> you're, you're thinking Sam Neal and, um, oh my gosh, I can't remember his name. I don't know. Ian Malcolm. Uh, no. Jeff Goldblum. No. Jeff Goldblum and Sam Neill went totally different yeah, ways. Yeah, they did. They did go different ways. <laughs> <laughs> there, there. I would be interested in in both person's self care routine. Like it's just, it would be interesting to me. Well, I feel like Sam Neill's like, I do whatever they... I want and I don't care. <laughs> the check's clear. Right. I'm good. That's a, that's a hard also, lie. In uh... Jeff Goldblum is, I do whatever I want and I don't. I mean, care. I'm not I'm... convinced that Jeff Goldblum like did isn't like some kind of crazy robot. Yeah, fair. I mean, he's he looking, has gray hair, but other than that, like, he's looking fantastic he looks for, the same. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, so Sam Neill's old Farmer McGregor, and he's... And, Almost unrecognizably, yeah. I and will say. So, um, and then you meet Peter Rabbit, who's planning a raid on the garden. Peter Rabbit, voiced by James Corden. Of the... Of I the Emoji Movie fame. Yes, also the Emoji Movie. <laughs> so there's a crossover moment. And also he's, um, you know, he's the, he's the guy, he's got that, you know, talk show with the right. singing in the cars. Right, thing. he talks he's, for a living. He's okay. He's fine. He's fine. He's completely adequate and inoffensive. Like, mm-hmm. if you want someone completely adequate and offensive, James, James Gordon, Gordon, folks, yeah. here he is. So he's plotting it. He's got his sisters, Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail. Right, they're triplets. So their mom, this is like the first part of where... So it starts out with like there's Peter Rabbit and Flopsy Mopsy and Cottontail, and then like literally nothing else is echoed in the book. Like it's yeah, like it's like it. the first line Boop. of the book, and then like nothing else is the like same as the book. Completely <laughs> go off the rails. So Flopsy Mopsy and Cottontail. Um, mm-hmm. Mopsy is Elizabeth Debicki. I don't know who she is. I don't know who she is. She's probably fantastic, but uh, Flopsy is Margaret Robbie. Mm-hmm. Who is she? Um, she was in The Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Which I haven't seen, but... Is she blonde? She is very blonde. Okay. Uh, she was also um, Harley. She's Harley Quinn. Okay. In, the, in that... Um, is she Australian? Suicide Squad. She's... I don't know. <laughs> okay. Vaguely British? She's vaguely British. I don't know. Of somewhere of Britain or its colonies or territories. Britain, they all sound the same. Yeah. Psh. Hashtag not all accents. Right, um, right. And then uh, Cottontail is Daisy Ridley. Yeah, Cottontail is Daisy Ridley. So, is like, Cottontail the one that keeps, like, pouring out drinks for her homies? Yes. But with, like, vegetables? So. Yeah. So she'll, like, whenever they mention someone who's died, which is a lot of people because this movie is really fucking violent, she <laughs> she reaches out her hand and, like, squeezes a tomato and it just, like, squoots to the... <laughs> The bottom. I mean, it's one of the recurring gags that's actually funny. But, like, my kids... It's not for my kids. No, they're like, what is she doing? So they're plotting this. Uh, Also, Benjamin Bunny is their little brother, big brother. I don't know. He's bigger. He's a cousin. He's a cousin. Oh, yeah, that's right. We just... He's just kind of crammed into the narrative. Yeah. Uh, And so... Which they probably have millions. Oh, yeah. There's got to be tons of them. Did all the rest of Benjamin's family die? I would assume so. Yeah. He's we an orphan. He's so he's been adopted by the the by the Peter or, by the family. other orphans. No, they're Bob's. Oh no, no, because right. in this movie their mom had died. Yes. So like they're in the book, the uh, dad is caught by Mr. McGregor and baked into a pie. Also, this is like the third line of this book. I was like, 
British children's books are so fucking dark. Yes. You're either, your parents are dead. A hundred percent. Or you're living under the stairs. Or both. Or both. Both things. <laughs> it's possible some horrible aunt or uncle has taken custody of you. Right. Right. Like, There's only so many options for like, British children in or, literature. Or like your parents are completely fake. And right. replaced by automatons with button eyes. Which is kind of a specific moment in British literature. <laughs> it's out there. I mean. Is that not a thing? But anyway, um, so yeah, so those parents are dead. So they're plotting this, like, invasion of Mr. Farmer McGregor's garden. garden. And so uh, Peter Rabbit... Okay. Why are they doing this while Mr. McGregor is gardening? I assume he does not garden 24-7. He doesn't garden at night. No. He doesn't garden in the, like, heat he, of the day. He is not Michael Stipe. Right. Why don't they wait for him to not be there? Right. And raid the garden. No. They view this as like a personal assault. Yeah. And they want to go in while he's in there. Point of order. They do not. Peter. Peter does. Peter does. Because Peter's like, all right, so we all have our roles to play in this. I will go in and steal all the food and you will be the lookout. You will be the lookout. You will be the lookout. And you will also be the lookout. And everybody's like, wait, why are we the lookouts? And you got to do it. He's like, because I'm awesome. And so they're looking out and trying to direct him around mm -hmm. while he's like, he, he just basically tries to run through the garden and steal stuff. Mm -hmm. Of course he's spotted. Of course. And McGregor is looking for, you know, is chasing him around the garden. There's traps. There's like little bear traps that are Right. It's very like, sized. yeah. I don't think that's an effective way to catch a rabbit. Right. But. Also like bear traps are fucking terrible. Like there were people like blood Spurting out. <laughs> like, there should be some animals bear, with missing limbs. Of these bear bunny traps. Optimistically. Yes. Yes. And the, um, and so McGregor's chasing him around trying to stop him mm -hmm. when he has a fucking heart attack in the Catches opening credits. Catches him. Catches him. Yes. Tries to strangle him. As he is trying Ta to strangle. Talking about baking him into a pie. Right. As he's trying to literally strangle a bunny, he has a heart attack and dies. Yeah. Welcome to the opening credits, ladies and gentlemen. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> so, Mr. McGregor dies, and Peter... On camera. On camera. His eyes are open, His and, eyes, like, Peter yeah. pokes him in the eyeball. Yeah. I'm like, ah. Yeah, it's real fucking dark. And, uh... And Peter, of course, is like, yeah, yeah, I did that. That's me. I'm the man. Like... Hey, free for all in the garden, everybody. Free for all in the garden. Which, I mean, fine, that's understandable. But then they move it to the house. And they have, like, an animal house and animals, Yes, like a rager full of produce. <laughs> like, like you would do. Just like, produce everywhere. And, like, it does and remind they take, me... They take lettuce and they're, like, making it rain like a banker at a strip club. Like, it is weird. It's really, really it is weird. really weird. <laughs> And so they're just having way too much fun in this house and just trashing the place. The they, sheep shows up. They, First off, there's a sheep. Uh, okay, a sheep. I assume he's on the farm. I assume he's on the farm, but he's got clothes. Oh, fuck. So that means he's a crazy wild sheep that so wears clothes? Crazy wild sheep that Where wears... Where do they get all the clothes? Did we ever... We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> okay. But he's so he's in clothes, so he's got he can't, he can't be like one of the local sheep. He's got to be like a wild sheep of some sort because only the wild animals have clothes. Yes, and, and he is just super, like monotone. No, no, I assumed the sheep would be monotone. He's, Did I watch this movie? Absolutely, I watched all of this movie. Do so, I remember it? No. He so the character he reminds me the most of. Is uh, Azarafel from the Amazon Good Omens? Okay, I do like Good Omens. That's and a fantastic Azarafel. show. Is like, it Michael Sheen? I don't know. I'm I'm trying to figure <laughs> like, that out. Who was the sheep? Inquiring minds want to know. Indeed. Ah, oh, dang it! The wrong button. No, they want me to buy things. <laughs> um, I mean, the internet always wants you to buy things. That's the answer. The internet wants your money. Forever but, and ever, Amen. I don't know. So the sheep. Yes. And he's, yeah, he's, he's... Is he at the party? Yeah, but is like... Is he, like, being awkward the, at the party? Yeah, like he's the super nerd, awkward. He's, like, the nerd he's, at the high school ranger where it's like, yeah. I shouldn't be here. Oh, totally. But I'm but I'm here, and the beer has gone bad. Nobody drank the beer. Yeah, totally. He's kind of that character. <laughs> but he's, like, it's just, like... But 
like, again, it's all these wild animals that have clothes. And I'm like, that's weird. And then there's just this one domestic animal walking through there like, hey, how's the fox? There's a badger. There's a sheep. Like, that, you do not belong here. The fox or the... The sheep. The sheep, The yeah. sheep does but not belong But the here. sheep has clothes. Yeah. But he's not wild. He's got to be... Anyway, it's a whole thing. That... Of all the things that bug me in this movie, I don't know why that's a thing. Because there's so many things that should bug you about this fucking train wreck of a movie. <laughs> so, anyway. Anyway, so they're throwing a rager. Meanwhile, in London. Okay, so at what point do we meet the neighbor? She hasn't shown up yet. Okay. At the rager, they tape up on the wall a portrait of their mom and dad. Right, which is from... Which is from, from... Which is, like, original Beatrice Potter, like, right. art. Right. And so, you know, they kind of leave that. And then... Meanwhile. Meanwhile, back in London. Back in London. We meet... Um, Cheekbones McGee. Cheekbones McGee. Uh, the um, new um, Mr. Gregor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Farmer McGregor. Who's his, like, great-great-grand-nephew. Yeah, something like that. And, like... Or something. Apparently, so this is up in the Lakes District of England. Which I didn't know England had districts, but that sounds great. Sure, whatever. Sure. It's it's a nice area. It's kind of rolly and has, apparently, aquatic features, sometimes referred to as lakes. <laughs> this is what I know about ge- English geography. I mean, sounds right. Sounds, sounds accurate. I mean, Seems like... Seems legit. It's not like they would named Iceland, you know. Right. It's not like Iceland Greenland, Greenland was a big scam. Yeah, like Greenland is icy and Iceland is green. No. Nope. Right. Scam. 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 The scam. Lake District is not a desert, and the Desert District of England is not a lake. I mean, who knows? These English people in their naming systems. Yes, but you see, in the 1500s, lakes meant. <laughs> right. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, so it's it's up there. It's a cute little cottage. It's nice. It's. Mm-hmm. Quaint. It's a couple hours from London. Right, right. This place is probably worth a fucking mint. Right, right. There should be like relative. If you're down to the great great grand nephew, mm-hmm. there should be like six other relatives like going no. Nope, out of woodwork. Yeah. Like. So anyway, his great great grand nephew, who's Cheekbones McGee. Yeah, he's not. Um, he's also uh, Domin. I don't I know how to say call his first name. Dominic, but it's. Uh, I want to call him Halvaha. <laughs> Domin Domhall Domhall Gleason. Right, he's he's Hux. He's Hux from the Star Wars movies. Right. He's Bill. Right in the Harry Bill Potter Weasley. universe. Also, he's Irish in a British movie because Americans are dumb fucks and we can't tell the difference. It's fine. But you know he's redheaded, so <laughs> would they let him have that? He's either no. He has dark hair in this movie. Oh, that's right. They in... dyed his hair like black, so he wouldn't and be it, Irish. And it looks terrible. It does. It it's is not. Awful. It's not a good look. Don't ever dye your hair, cheekbones, McGee. If you are listening. Also, like of all the special effects that are flying around this, you could have got better hair. I'm just saying. Agreed. Like they could have just like CG'd a mop on you, and you would have been, been fine. So, also, this is a movie he's in with Daisy Ridley again, so that's weird, even though they never saw each other during the entire movie, because right. she's a CG right, rabbit. because she's a CG rabbit. But anyway. Um, did he see her in the original? Uh, I don't know. I don't they, know. Did they ever actually have any screen time together? I don't in, think so. I don't know. Anyway. I don't think so. But, so, yeah. He's, he continues his trend of being in movies around Daisy around Ridley. Around Daisy Ridley. So, anyway. Um... So he gets pulled into a meeting. They're like, oh, sorry to hear about your great, great uncle. He's like, yeah, whatever. I didn't He's like, know. I don't even know who that is. It is truly like a Christmas movie where the... High-powered lawyer the has hi- to go back to the small town and will she fall in love with the Christmas tree farmer? I don't know. <gasps> it's, yeah, it's it that. Is, it is that. It's like crib from that where he's like real uptight and he is a manager of um, not a whole store, but like a the toy department, the toy department of like a department store, like of Harrods or something, right? And he's like waiting for his um, his boss to die, basically, right? And for him to be promoted, right? He wants he's, to get the promotion. He wants to get the promotion. So he gets called into this meeting where he thinks he's getting promoted, but it turns out it turns out they're telling him that his uh, great uncle died. First of all, why is your boss the one that knows? No, that's not how. Shouldn't that works. your mom call you? Maybe his mom's dead. Uh, probably. <laughs> Mom and dad are probably both dead because they would have inherited it first, probably. Right. But you would think. Unless it was like, oh. His mom's dead, but it's like his mom's 
uncle. Right. And then instead of going to his, like, no good sister's, like, husband, who's yeah. jackass, like... Who would also show up in this uh, casted Christmas movie. Right. So definitely his parents have to be dead. Yeah, sure. So... Anyway, the fall of the House of Usher. Yeah, so it comes down to him, and I mean, I get that. Uh, and so he, it comes down to him, and he's got to, like, they're like, okay, so you're his. not getting promoted. Right, no. So, like, he, they immediately tell him that his uh, uncle died, and he's like, oh. Yeah, I didn't know the man. I didn't really know him. Like, I, I don't know. I guess I'm feeling confused. And then they also immediately tell him, oh, yeah, you didn't get the promotion. This, like asshole idiot who's the owner's nephew or whatever got the promotion they're like but he doesn't even like want it or try or like do anything and they're like miss nepotism it's the british way <laughs> which is true i mean they pretty much constitutionalized that bullshit right. so looking right. at you royal family who all you do for the country which is i mean they do some things something right they show up and waves so that's great they raise some money yeah. for various causes i don't know anyway but they're fine. Whatever. Sure. I'm not paying for them. <laughs> Directly. <laughs> Directly. Um, but we, uh, so he has a little fit. Right. I.e. mental complete right. fucking breakdown. And because breakdown. he has like a fucking breakdown, they're like, you can't work here anymore. Like, you're fired. <laughs> we gotta deal with this. And they're like, you should get some hobbies and go out to the country and like, also therapy. But they never say the word therapy. But he 100% needs some therapy. Oh, he totally does. This man is neurotic and needs help. So he decides he's just going to go up to his uncle's house. Right. And he's gonna. He's like, it should be worth a lot of money. Which like, is true. It should, it should be worth a lot of money. It's a lot of land. Yeah. And a house. And like a somewhat working farm. Like a gardening yeah. farm. Yeah. And there, I mean, like if you had like a rich banker that wanted to play gardener. like Right. Right, or just for development-wise, the land alone, I'm sure, is quite valuable. So So, uh, he's like, I'm going to go up, and I'm going to have it appraised, and then I'm going to sell it, and then with the money, I'm going to open my own toy store. Right down the street, so I can watch Herod's fail. I'm like, that's a big... That's that's, probably not going to happen. That's a ballsy dream, sir. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't open your own toy store. You should. Like, but like, you're niche. That's not going to take down Herod's. you need to be niche. Yeah, in this day of, like, first off, Amazon is going to take out Herod's. Oh, truth. And you're not going to take out Amazon. So, no. sir, I'm sorry, but... Find a new dream. So, he goes up there and he, he breaks into the rager. Right, okay, so he doesn't have keys to his own house. Weird. Even though it's his own house and his boss told him he has it. Shouldn't she have given with, him the keys, I guess? <laughs> right, with no authority. Apparently, like, we don't have wills. Like, we just give all this information Yeah, to but that would boss. have been, like, three extra characters we would have had to pay that week. So we blew it all <laughs> on CG bunnies. Too, too many people with lines. So, uh, yeah, Actors Guild rules would have been gotten weird. So he goes up there. He breaks into his own house, finds all these critters running around having a rager. Right, and there's, like, smashed smashed fruit everywhere. The house and, is just destroyed. And the house is destroyed with animals. And there's animals hiding in, like, every nook and cranny every right. time you open right. it. There's a like, whole montage. in the mailbox, in the, like, whatever. The piano, in the, yeah, under the couch. every fucking where. At one point, like, he says This house on, would be condemned. Yeah, truly. It would truly be. Truly condemned. Also, I'm going to point out, weirdly, there's, like, stuff all over the walls, and there's, like, obviously signs of animal activity. There is not a single poop on the floor. Yes. For, this is a, quite a crass movie for there being no poop jokes. <laughs> I know. Like, I was really... I mean, yeah, I, there I mean, should have been a lot of poop jokes at that right, moment. Right, So he chases all the critters out, and he starts kind of cleaning up, and there's that whole montage, while the critters are, like, plotting their revenge. First, he sleeps in the house. Yes. Before he cleans up. I would be like, fuck this, I'm getting an Airbnb or a hotel or I'm driving back to London. Hoteltonight.com. And I will be back in the morning to deal with this bullshit. But no, he fully sleeps in this like beautiful old four poster bed that has just been like ravaged by raccoons. Yes. Doesn't doesn't even like lay down a towel. (laughs) He just deals with it. He's like, it's fine, I'll sleep in this. This guy would have gotten fleas and or rabies. Or both. Fleebies? Fleebies. So, um, he would have been in deep trouble. So he wakes up the next morning and starts the real, like, cleanup. Starts the real cleanup. And he meets, meets his next door neighbor. Right, his next door neighbor, uh, B. Who is, for the sake of the narrative... Supposed to be Beatrice Potter. It's Beatrice Potter. It's But so, this is 2018, 
a full over a hundred years since Harry since, since the book came out. Right. She, and she's We're an artist. We're just pretend like that never happened. Yeah, Which, so she, by the way, Beatrice Potter was an artist. Like yes. her main thing, like she used to do was like, drawing scientific illustrations. That was one of her. That makes sense. One of her things that she did a That's lot of. That's how she of. got money. That's how she made made her her bank, and then she wrote this little story, kind of silly. On the side. On the side, and that's what she's known for. But, like, there's a lot of, like, old, like, that old side. No, her drawing style, like, it completely makes sense that she would do, like, cross-sections of plants. and. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so this Beatrice is, like, a modern artist. Right. She does, like, conceptual modern art, um, which is viewed as terrible in this movie. It's, I mean... But... So I mean, like that's kind of problematic because like so I'm not I'm not going to critique modern art or her modern art no but like her modern art was not great it was fine it was what you would produce if you were producing modern art for a budget movie like right right it's not it doesn't have passion it doesn't have like a point of view it doesn't it's not trying to say anything other than hi I am a canvas that needs to be displayed in this movie mm-hmm. and so it was and well and like. But everybody's um, super judgy about it. Yeah, everyone is very judgy about her art. Everyone's like, your art is trash. Except for these uh, drawings of bunnies you do on the side. She's like, oh, that's not real art. I just kind of do that for fun sometimes. And people are like, but this is really good. Like, they like this, really want to put her this in This that... other thing that you put your passion and love into, this is garbage. <laughs> like, but like, this thing that you're doing to pay the bills. Like, you should totally pursue that. Which I feel maybe has a little bit with the, like, the real Beatrice. Like, maybe. But, like, backwards, where, like, she was doing the the... Uh, Peter Rabbit stuff as her like as her fun as her fun and what she wanted to do but like the scientific drawings were what what paid the bills what paid the bills I don't know I don't think this film is that clever I don't know to be like oh call back to actual Beatrice Potter like I'm trying to grab anything here yeah Uh, so uh anyway Thomas who's cheekbones McGee uh meets his neighbor B and she's like hi welcome to the neighborhood I got you a present and uh, it's bird watching, like really expensive. Like these are like binoculars. super big, like yeah. So also okay. Side bar as a single lady mm-hmm. living within like a mm, hundred yards yards of your neighbor. Yeah, would you give your neighbor binoculars who you just met? I feel like that's communicating something. Yeah, I feel like there's some mixed messages here. Nope. Nope, just messages. Just messages. No, 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 no. Yeah, never. that's my house over there. That's my house over there. It's made of glass. Yeah, like, I've got this where, whole glass porch that I like to work that out I, that on. I, that I work out and but I that's paint. But that's on the other side of the house. This side has my bedroom windows on it. Right. Wait. Also, here's binoculars. Here's like, bin- I don't know you. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I would never... <laughs> I would not. But also, and also, again, these aren't just like little like field glasses or something kind of cute. Right. These are like. These are like $500 binoculars. Oh, at least. They they have like the really big primary lenses on the front that are like at least three inches wide. Yeah, they're like really great binoculars. She's like, it's for bird watching. She's like, also, can you please keep your gate open so the animals can run in and out? And he's like, fuck no. (laughs) Did you see what they just did to my house? (laughs) Right. They destroyed my house. No. Like, no. No. They can have literally everywhere else in the whole goddamn world. Except for this part right here. Plant your own garden, crazy. Right. Like, crazy for your girl. Like, you do right. your own thing. Right. It, yeah. yeah. So. Like, you, you can you can keep doing naked yoga on the porch. Thank you very much. But. but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close my gate. Yeah. I'm going to close this gate. My, my stuff. So, he does that. And he goes about trying to, like, secure it. Right. He, like, goes through and he, like, uh... I don't know. He, like, fortifies the perimeter. Is this when like, he there's, gets there's electric whole, fences? There is, that's a little later in the movie, but, like, I feel like, like, all the fortification montages are kind of the same, where mm-hmm. he, like, puts up chicken wire across the gate. Right, and, like, and he, like, plugs up all the holes pull. in the wall, and, like... Yeah, and, like, the, the rabbits keep trying to find their way in, which mm-hmm. they do, because they're rabbits. Right. And they just, like, dig under stuff, because, you know, I mean, rabbits. They, they dig... Um, and so they're doing that and like, he just keeps increasing the fortifications and the lethality of the fortifications. But the rabbits also like 
return in kind. Like they, so the rabbits, Peter and Thomas immediately start a war. Yeah, and it is like so fucking violent. <laughs> like, it, oh yeah, it goes, it goes, it escalates quickly. So at so, one at one point they're like chucking. Like, they had gotten in... Okay, so sidebar, So while he's fortifying, he's also, like, totally macking on 100% the, on, on who's the neighbor. Into it? Like, she's... Who's, yeah, who's here for it? Like, they're cool. It seems. And they have, like, all the love montage where, like, oh, they're on a boat, and they're having a picnic, and they're, like, they got caught in the rain. And it's just, like, truly, like... Just beat, checking... Beat for beat. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is a... This is just like a copy-paste Frankenstein movie <laughs> where it's like, oh, we have the Home Alone sequence yep. with, you know, like all the booby traps. We mm-hmm. have the mm-hmm. falling mm-hmm. in love sequences. Yeah. We have like, it is just like, yeah, copy, yeah. like copy-paste, copy-paste, But it's like copy-paste for like six different movies and it just kind of doesn't work. Oh, it's terrible. But anyway, so they're falling in love. And at one point, like he's talking to her from behind a gate Yes. And the rabbits had broken in and they are throwing... They are pelting pro- him. Below the waist. Below the waist with produce. So they're just like hitting him in the groin with tomatoes for like five minutes. Oh, it's way too, too long. long. And she's just like talking to him and not noticing at all what's happening somehow. She's very flighty. I feel like she's on some things this oh, whole movie. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. Also, she like takes the rabbits in to her studio and yeah. like talks to them. Does and she make them clothes? She's the one that makes them the clothes. Okay. She's the I one that does that. Did they ever show that? Uh, yes. Like, they, it's kind of a throwaway. Like, Peter loses his jacket at one point. In one of the one of the attacks, he loses his jacket. Mm-hmm. Which is, again, I get probably a reference to the... To the book. That is, book like, the other happens. thing that happens in the book is he loses his clothes. And so she, ma- she, like, gives him another identical blue jacket. I also didn't like that in the book... Peter gets a jacket and shoes and the girls are naked. I was like, this is patriarchy and this is bullshit. Like, here, even, here. even as like an eight-year-old, <laughs> I was like, this is not okay. Not okay. Why does Peter get a get a coat and shoes when clearly he's a jackass? Like, Also in the book, it's mentioned that like he already had like ruined second, one. It's his second one. I was like, no, fucker, you don't get any more. I'm going to give Cottontail like a dress because like she at least listens to me. You get to be naked like a bunny. Yeah, because you are in Because also you're a fucking bunny. And I don't know why I'm wearing an apron. But yes, thank you, Mama Rabbit. But So, like, they're falling for each other, and it's going okay until she, like, he tries to electrify, like, he puts up an electric fence. Yeah, so the war between Peter and Thomas, like, escalates. Right. Um, Because not only is Thomas trying to sell the property, and then they won't get into the garden... But he's, like, moving in on B, who, like, Peter and the other rabbits feel as, like, a second mother. Right. And so they're trying to, like, protect her from this guy that's fighting them. Right. And so they fight harder, which makes him fight harder, which makes them fight harder. So there's this whole, like, escalating... Oh, it escalates so quickly. It's like a German, like, French, like, <laughs> Second Republic through end of World War Two. Right. Like, it's some trench warfare bullshit. Like, tit for tat, and then, like, rub your face in the victory. Like... How many times did they have to make each other sign treaties at, like, Versailles? I think there was, like, at least four. I don't know. I did not pay good attention to any of that. But back to this movie. But back to this movie instead of European history. Um, He electrifies the thing. The fence. He puts in an electric fence. Which gave me one of my few great laughs when the porcupine is just like, I want to touch it. It's a hedgehog. It's a hedgehog. Yeah. But, okay. So, true. Uh, They're, like... They're like porcupines, but British. <laughs> I don't think that's true, but sure, sure. And so she reaches up and grabs this thing, and like instantly, all of her quills just like not all of them, but, but a just lot some of them, them. They go choo 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 and shoot off like popcorn, and like all the other animals are like slightly impaled, and it's like, oh, that was a bad idea. And then she like does it again. She's like, <laughs> I have to go back. That was amazing. So now we have this like coked out, like. like... <laughs> She's like hooked on electric. Th- She's like hooked therapy. on pain, like. But then they figure that's out that's also dark. Yeah. Um. And then they figure out how to like short circuit it. Right. Or rewire it. And they, well, they short circuit it first, and then they use the short circuited to rewire it to like the doorknobs in his house. Right, like Home Alone style doorknob. Except it shoots him 
literally like 30 feet. Like, <laughs> like he grabs a hold he, of the doorknob and he shoots flies 30 feet. backwards into the wall, smashes into the wall, and slides down. And then does it again. And then does it again. And then he goes upstairs and does it again to like his balcony, which is like this weird little like three foot by three foot like ledge. Like you can't even do anything on that balcony except for jump. <laughs> Survey your domain. Um, and so he does it again and then he figures out how to get out the door and like tries to like climb down. He gets shocked. Like he's just getting shocked all over the place. And he's like, this man would be dead. He would be dead so many he times He would be over. dead so many times. And he's like, all right, fuck these motherfuckers. Right. I mean, I feel like with good reason. Yes. If bunnies came and ate all of my food, whatever. But if they were like. Trash my house. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to step up my game. Right. Trash my house. I'm going to step up my game. But if they're literally sending electric shocks through my body multiple times, those fuckers are going to die. And so he's like, I'm going to take these fuckers out. So he starts like stockpiling dynamite. Right. And it's old school cartoon dynamite. Like it's a tube taped together. With, like, a clock on it. Like, it is... It's got some sort of remote control to it, though. Yeah, so it's he's a got a click button. Modern. Meanwhile, the bunnies are plotting their, like, final Revenge. solution, which involves... Um, he's allergic to blueberries. Right. He's allergic to blueberries. Uh, blackberries. Blackberries. He's super, super allergic to blackberries. I want it to be, like, blackcurrants, because that would have been super British, but, you oh, know... Oh, but not translatable to the North American audience. <laughs> True story. Up until a few years ago, the purple... Skittle was blackcurrant flavored. Ooh. But then they realized people were like, this is the worst tasting grape Skittle ever. And they're like, like, this this is just too much to explain. Yeah. And so we don't have them because there's a blight in America that Mm -hmm. took out all our blackcurrants. That's too bad. So, but somehow. I did like purple Skittles. And now they're great. And now they're like, fine. It's like when they changed the lime ones to like sour apple. You're like, yeah, unacceptable. Yes, fuckers. I want 1985 Skittles. Yes. Yeah. Whoever's in charge of the marketing for Stranger Things, get me that. Truth. That's. Yes. I don't watch Stranger Things, but I'm here for like. Yeah, they're ancillary. Like they they were bringing back Crystal Pepsi at one point. Yeah, I'm here for ancillary. I don't need that. I need old school Skittle production. Old school skills. Yes. Get on it. I feel like even their lemon is subpar now. Yeah, it's, it's not as lemony. It's not as good as a product. But anyway, so they're going to try to like slingshot uh, blackberries down his throat. Right. To like literally put him into an anaphylactic shock. shock like, and kill him. We have killed one McGregor. We will do it again. I'm like, this is now turning into some sort of cross-generational vendetta. And I am not here right. for that this is, movie. This is some like... This is dark. You guys are right. Going, right. Like, did this... Did the... I feel like maybe the script for this and the script for, like, John Wick 3... Like, like maybe some, crossed over. Somehow, like, some pages got swapped. And the sequel, Keanu is going to be playing one of the rabbits. Maybe. He's always, like, pouring them out for his homie. Yeah. Anyway, so... No, it's fucking, fucking dark. And so, and, like... And meanwhile, B's like, hey, how's it going? And he's trying to hide this whole shenanigans Right, he's trying to hide the whole war with the rabbits because he knows that she will not take it well. Because she's all like a hippy-dippy, trippy nonsense. And she was like, like, just like live and let live, man. Yeah, don't don't mess with the rabbits. They're just your friends. Right. And the rabbits are like, we're going to kill you. But also at no point... Does Cheekbones Mickey address with Bay like, where the fuck did these rabbits get their clothes? <laughs> like, I'm like, did you make them clothes? Why are did they? Did they just find clothes? How are they on an organized offensive? Right. Like, why do you think that it's okay to make wild animals clothes? Like, where where did you get this idea? You, there's a fox running around in a peacoat. Like, what the? Right. And like an ascot. <laughs> He's super awesome. I love it. Uh, there's a moose dapper. with a hat. Right. How does that even fucking work? Do they even have moose in England? I don't know. I don't know. If you you're from England and you have, have a pet moose. Or know that you don't have moose, let me know. I'll be glad to incorporate me. it. At me. At designatedparent. Oh, I guess we do at, have social. Twitter. We have some social meets. We can, yeah, we can react. Um, but like, oh yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so she's like, so he, He's getting every set thing set up to like explode these stupid rabbits to like literally explode their burrow under the tree and then so, like wipe out their whole whatever rabbit civilization. Rabbit civilization of four rabbits. <laughs> I've never just seen just four rabbits, but he uh, 
And so before he could the push the button, the fact that like Mopsy is not constantly pregnant, like that's not real life. Yeah. Uh, oh, awkward. Uh, but anyway, um, so they managed to get him. Like they managed to do their attack first and get him with the uh, blueberry in his or blackberry in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And he goes into anaphylactic shock and ends up having to like stab himself with an epipen in the garden, right? Which is legit, also kind of dark, kind of scary. Right. Like, my kids were like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "That's." They're like, like, "Oh, he's dying." <laughs> yeah, like, and also like for the record, if you have to do an epipen, your next step is call nine one one and get in the ambulance. Absolutely, an epipen is not good enough. No, that's not like. That's not the end of your day. That is the, beginning, the beginning of your very bad day. Yes, yes. So, like... Also, if you're that allergic to blackberries... Step one. Pull up all the fucking blackberries. Pay people to be like, come and take my blackberries. And then, like, burn it all. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Don't leave those around. Yeah. So, he has to stab himself. And he's like, why didn't I push this button earlier? And he's going to push the button, but, like, B's there, and he doesn't want to do it. Oh, wait, there's this part where he talks to the rabbits, and he figures out they can communicate? Oh, yeah. I don't remember where that part is. But then they trick him into thinking that that was just, like, a dream or whatever. Yeah, it's a whole... I don't understand why this whole part is in the movie. It's not necessary, (laughs) but, like, there it was. (sighs) That's weird. Yeah, so anyway, uh, then Peter clicks the button in front of B. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, you did this. This was you. And he was like, it wasn't me. It was the rabbits. The rabbit pushed the button. And she's like, the rabbits did not blow up their own, like, Warren. Also, place. it blows up a tree. Because that's tre- where the tree falls onto her porch, And the tree falls onto her, she does like, her, painting her painting area. And potentially naked yoga. Right. And... So she's really pissed at him. Right. For multiple valid reasons. I mean, one, like, tree falling on your part of the house, like, that's your insurance, not my insurance. Like, you gotta fix this. But I could be pissed at you for using explosives in an irresponsible way that crushed my stuff. 100%. Even if I didn't have this, like, infatuation with putting clothes on rabbits. Yes. And also, like... You blew up my friend's house, so that's... Right. I'm going to be pissy about that. Maybe yeah, that was her tree. Two. We don't know. We know whose tree that was. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what part of the property line that was. But, so, yeah. So, she's pissed with him. And so, he's like, fuck. Gotta go. Right. So, he just goes back to London. Now, what's cute is he does keep bird watching. Only, now his journal's like, pigeon. Pigeon. Aww. Pigeon. With his fancy... Pigeon. Fancy, with his fancy uh, goggles. Goggles. So, he goes back to his... Um, it's flat in London. It's flat in London. And he goes to his... He's like walking by his work. I don't even know if he's going to his work, but he's walking by his work. And his boss sees him and is like, hey, if you want your job back, you can have your job back because that guy we hired is an asshole. And he's like, I could have told you that. Like he lasted for a week and then he was like... This seems hard. I'm going home. I'm going to Ibiza or something. Yeah. So Right. Uh, and so he's like, okay, like, you know, I'll come back. Um, so he's back for like a little bit and there's like this demi-moi where like everybody's sad and maybe they won't get together. Like the bunnies like, no longer the, have a house. The bunnies are sad. And he is and like B picking is up their porch and, and Thomas he's is sad. moping and watching pigeons. Yeah, everybody's moping. It's sad. And so he like, and so like Peter Rabbit is really depressed. Right. I think B is talking to Peter and Benjamin. Yeah. And is like... There's no, nothing left for me here. I'm just gonna leave. I'm gonna leave the. I'm gonna leave the neighborhood. I'm gonna sell my house. I'm gonna like go do something else. Right. And they're like, "Oh fuck! Like we're gonna lose everything." There's now. a hookup on waistcoats. Right. Right. So it's like we gotta get her happy and staying here so, so that she can keep making us clothes. I don't know. I don't and know. also we care about her as a person. I guess. Um. So they like hatch a plan to like go get. Thomas. Out of London. Out of London. London's like three hours away. And you are rabbits. <laughs> They're rabbits. Do they use public transportation? I don't even know how do they get there. They just met. I think they get off a train. So I think they like. They, they hop down a train. They hop on a train. Which means rabbits just, can read train tank t- tables. So that's cool. I mean cool. they can read English. And they get down there. They meet up with some like urban friends. Oh yeah. Some city bunnies. Some city bunnies. Like you have. Who helped them get and help them get to like Harrods and find and find Thomas. Thomas 
Didn't they talk to him with like human words? I don't think so. I think they do some of that more like weird communication stuff that they set up in that fake dream sequence. Maybe. Which I think would have just made Thomas think he was going completely Absolutely. He was like, I'm having a psychotic break. Like, I've been through a lot. It's been a crazy five days. (laughs) I need some time. But instead, he decides that, like, they're trying to communicate that he needs to go up and see... It's like a lassie moment. Like, what? Timmy's Timmy's trapped in a well? Okay. Beatrice is having a, you know, depressive episode? Right, and she's going to leave forever? And I'm never going to see her again? So, he decides... He can't have that, so he... Goes back. And goes back up home and like... And while he's arriving, a snooty British couple have, have already bought his house. Yes. Because uh, I guess he contracted like, somebody sell it. Like... Yeah, and he's like, nope, never mind. Nope. No, so he can't back out. Oh, that's right. And so what has to happen is the rabbits have to like shoo them away with their antics. Right. <laughs> of course. And they do so. <laughs> and they do. I don't remember how they do, but like I'm sure it involves a British uh, woman being like, ah! It was. Because that's all how British women react. Or she's American and she's <gasps> even more. Maybe she uh, is American. Because Americans know. are evil. It's true. Um, she wasn't smoking, so like. <laughs> she could have. She wasn't European. <laughs> European smoke in a, the kids' movies. I mean, Europeans can smoke and still be a good person. In a kids movie, but... Can they? Yeah. Anymore, if it's made after, like, 2016, if you're smoking, if you're, you're a smoking, bad guy. If you're smoking, you're a bad person. But anyway, so he, they scare him off, and he gets to stay in the house and, like, hook up with B. Right, and they have their own little commune with the bunnies. bunnies I guess they make she makes, she makes them clothes and draws pictures and also does her bullshit art that, like, he is not supportive of at all. No. And, um... He, I don't, oh, he opens a toy store in the, like, little village. In the little village. And And scene, I think. Oh, we didn't even talk about, like, the wrapping birds. (gasps) Oh, yeah, there's, like, really (laughs) awkward wrapping birds that show up at weird plot points to kind of, like, give some exposition when needed. Right, but, like. In rap? Yeah. Using existing rap songs? Using existing rap songs and, like. Hip hop. I think at one point they did No Diggity. Yeah, it's very strange. It's a very strange collection. And of they're songs. like flying and like doing like, like dances. Rap hands. Yeah, rap feathers. It's real. They're like throwing gang signs. I just, it's a lot. I'm like, <sighs> it's a real lot. I'm like, I would have liked if they were like dancing and then the birds just like fell out of the sky. <laughs> yeah. So also like some we were watching with the Chicago friends and they're like. This has very awkward, like, flashbacks to the crows from Dumbo. I was like, I know, right? Like, it, if they were crows, this would be offensively racist. But since they're, like, robins, it's just kind of offensively racist. I don't yeah, know I mean, it's not, how to feel it's about it. It's not problematic. Like, it's not, not. But, it, I mean, it's, I mean, they didn't go all the way, but it's right. still, I'm not cool. Okay, so, so... Anyway, that's the whole thing. Question. Yeah. Would you be with a person who puts clothes on rabbits? Is that is that, like, a deal breaker for you? So... <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's layers to this. Like, there's layers. Because, like, would I be with someone who puts a sweater on a dog? And I have to say yes. Yes. Yes, okay, yes. you're fine. Dog sweater lovers out there. Sure. Sure. Would I be with someone who puts a sweater on a cat? Somehow that seems worse to me. Yeah. I feel like cats, like, instinctively are like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, they, like dogs not... are like, look at me. I'm trying to please you. Are we happy now? You put a thing on me. I'm your friend. Right. And cats, and cats are, cats like, are always like, I tried, fuck. like, one day I'm going to kill you in your sleep. And this is just making it closer I'm to watching. That day. I'm watching you carefully with that can opener. As soon as I figure out how that works, you're dead. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a cat. But, like, I feel like putting a sweater on a domestic, like, in a cage. On a wild bunny. On a domestic bunny. Okay. Weird. Just weird. Like, somehow. Like, not a deal breaker, but, like, definitely quirky. Definitely quirky. But when you're catching wildlife and giving them clothing. And then sending them back out into the wild with their clothing. Yes, I feel that's odd. And also, let me just say, her 
tailoring is on point. Like, those are impeccably done clothes. Right. Right. The fox is a fucking ascot. <laughs> like, I feel like that's a lot. Like, can we parlay this into, like, some kind of side hustle? <laughs> like, yeah, you should really where work on that. Where you're, like, contributing? But, no, I just... It's... I don't know... Again, I don't know that I would say no offhand, mm-hmm. but, like... It was not it yeah. It's, yeah it would definitely lot. be a concern. Right. Also, Fatigue Bones McGee clearly has an anger problem. Like escalates into explosives so fucking quickly. <laughs> like Yes. So angry. Just, and aggressive, no. just like a very aggro kind of guy. Yep. So anyway. So what do we learn from this movie? Uh, truly, I had to Google this plot because I had forgotten all of it. Like, I watched it mm-hmm. and didn't Several remember times. any of it. Oh, I forgot. I, I'm just, like, looking through the MDP page. There's a picture of him in the airplane. I forgot why or when or how he was in an airplane. He's in an airplane in this movie? Yeah. Are you sure it's this movie? Yeah. Because the ba- rabbits oh, yeah, are in the back the seats. rabbits are there? I what? I don't remember any of that. Is that to get back to Rose? I think it or was. To, to be? Yeah. yeah. Rose Who's, is her real name. Rose is her actual name, yes. Um, They fly from London in a fucking plane? I th- Did I they guess steal so. it? Unclear. I Like I said, I completely blocked out oh, this whole... Like, truly, it's a lot of times I use the excuse, like, I was doing other things. I was doing dishes and laundry and making food. Oh, and, I wasn't doing anything but watching this movie. And the West Side Story-esque song and dance thing? We missed that? Like, I'm just flipping through these images from <laughs> IMDb. Oh, and their obsession with Bananagrams? That was a whole, like, product yes. placement thing? Yes, they do play Bananagrams, oh like, three or four times. But, There's oh bananagrams in his toy store, and they play bananagrams like on one of their little dates by the lake. Yep. Very pi- picturesque. So. Oh no, it's not a sheep. I was transfer. It's a it's a pig, not a sheep. That I was. Oh, I remember the pig. Yes, but still, it was a domestic animal that gave me pause. Right. So, I'm going to do an entire episode once of just like things I said that were wrong. <laughs> um, It'll be a lot. It'll, It'll be, be a lot. lot. We, got, I'm keeping a rolling tab. Guys, don't listen to this podcast for facts. <laughs> <laughs> we have alternative facts on this right. podcast. Don't, it's fine. don't. So anyway, but um, so what did we learn? I, literally nothing. I mean, um, um, <sighs> if you write a really good children's book in a hundred years or so, you will have a really crappy CG talking 100%. animal movie. 100%. Also, so you know what? Chase that paper now. Get it get it done. Get it done now while you are still alive and enjoy the ride. Like, Before it's public domain and your ancestors get nothing. Right. Um what was the thing you just oh tell the news. Oh, they are making a sequel to this movie. <gasps> I don't know. I don't know why. Because Sony has officially run out of ideas. Well, they, yeah, I mean... Officially, officially. Officially, officially, sequel. Yeah, They're making a sequel so, to the Emoji movie, too, I think. So Are they? I heard a rumor. What? Yeah, so Sony is developing a sequel set to be rele- released February 7th, 2020. And the same um, person will return to write and direct. Why? I don't know. His name's Gluck. Good luck, Gluck. Good Luck. Uh, oh, apparently they're not making... It has not been announced. Emoji Movie 2 has not been announced yet. Right, right. I guess, like... So... I mean, Peter Rabbit is an asshole. And apparently there's no comeuppance for being an asshole. And there's the no comeuppance. Everybody's fine. Everybody's always fine. Um... Uh, this film was criticized for allergy bullying. <laughs> mm, that's fair. You can't be like bullying people for allergies. I don't know. Right. So don't right. do that. That's not cool. Uh, also, happy events don't work that way. So yeah, go yeah. to the hospital. <laughs> if you have to use an EpiPen, go to the hospital. So that's um, 
That's all I can think of. I mean, truly, like, I forgot this movie so quickly. (laughs) Yeah. Of which I'm very thankful because it was a train wreck. Yeah. And that's it, I guess. Unless you have any other pieces of interesting information to add. Nope. Or opinions. No, I want to. I want to get away from this movie. Is I mean, it'll it'll all be gone tomorrow. I'm like, who knows? I'll be like, I don't know. I vaguely remember that movie. So anyway, so yep, that's all I got. Um, yeah. If you're if you're a new listener, welcome. Thank yes, you for that. If you're a new listener, welcome. You can follow us on all the social media. We don't do anything because we have jobs. Yes, and so it's just there because maybe it'll be useful someday. But occasionally we do post drink recipes. Occasionally. Today was open rosé, drink rosé. So yes, there's your recipe. We, we will post it. What was it? Which rosé <laughs> was this today? It was the... I don't remember. Was the pink one? Yes. Okay, cool. In the pretty bottle. Ah. That was in the fridge? Mm, yes. Screw that, top. Screw top. Has screw top. That's good. I'm here for you as screw top rosé. All right. So screw top rosé. That's where it's at. All right. So thank you all for listening. And yeah. uh, please parent responsibly. So Good night.